Do you and your friends have really good conversations? Do you guys talk about making a podcast after every good combo? Well, this is your sign to go ahead and make that podcast. Spotify is a platform that makes it so easy to make your podcast. You can even earn money. And in this economy, multiple streams of income is the goal. Spotify for podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter how much equipment you have, as long as you have a phone and internet, you can start creating today. Once you start creating, you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Hi, y'all. My name is Danasia, and I am a 22-year-old type A black girl from Las Vegas who just moved to New York City last year to work for L'Oreal as a financial analyst. Hey, y'all. My name is Faith, and I'm a 23-year-old type A black girl from AZ living in Denver, working remotely for Cisco as a business analyst. Season 5 is here, and we cannot wait to share more about our personal lives, working big girl jobs, relationships, and life in general as type A black girls. Hope you enjoy. Hi, guys. Welcome back. Welcome to Season 5, Episode 10. We are done, for real. It's it's wraps at this point. This is the last episode, and it feels bittersweet, I mean, for us, because we've been going ham all season. For y'all, because you're not going to see us for a season, but we shall be back soon. So enjoy this last episode because we'll probably be doing some some little activities over off season. Nothing too nothing too crazy. <laughs> Summer activities. Okay, very very excited. We try to do something new or like think of new ideas every single off season, just so you guys aren't bored. And if you guys are bored, just go ahead and re listen to run up those plays vibes. Um, but yeah, we have a really fun episode this episode we want to do something where it's just something fun for the girls something for the girls like honestly that's every episode it's just something cute and fun for the girls you know something for the girls to get ready to in the summertime like that's it and that's all vibes that's all it is but uh (laughs) let's go ahead and get into rosebud and thorn moms yeah okay rose um I got a promotion. Very, very freaking excited it's very like I'm every time I tell somebody they're like already and I'm like I guess you got me there because it hasn't been a year, but my goal and like within the six, I think we put like three, six, 12 month goals. Like, I don't know what season we put that in. Um, That was one of my goals was to get a promotion, I think within the year. So everything is good. Everything is aligning to plan. Okay. Um, But Cisco likes you to work like you have the promotion before you actually get the monetary gain. So mm-hmm. probably August, September, I'm hoping that's when it'll actually hit my bank account. Um, granted, that all that money will probably be just be saved towards a house because we do plan on getting a house in the next two years and the market is <laughs> so, um, yeah. yeah, so very excited for work. Now that transition in the, uh, it, that's a whole nother thing, but um, on, on a good note, I got, I got a promotion and I'm living La Vida Loca, but um, I'm going to Arizona this weekend, and I'm so excited because I can actually spill the beans. I think I may, may have said it last episode, but I know my bestie doesn't listen to this podcast, so it just works. Um, so it's literally totally fine. But I'm surprising my bestie, and by the by the time this comes out, um, I will be in Arizona surprising her. Basically going to get in at like 8 or 9, and or 8, I'm going to have her little brother, who's basically like my little brother. Um, he's about to go to college, which is crazy. But we're going, um, I'm, he's going to take me to Party City, and then I'm going to decorate her room, tidy it up, clean up her bathroom and really just like make it a birthday you know and she's dog sitting so I'm gonna be like I'm gonna be like hey girl um 
or I'm, maybe I'm gonna ask her, have her mom be like, hey, hey, girl, we have like an early birthday surprise, and she gonna come and be like, gang, and then I'm gonna take her shopping, and I'm super, super excited. Oh, about to be fallout vibes, and she's like, I still haven't found a dress, and I was like, girl, I think you should wait until Friday. I'm trying to make it make sense. It, my reasoning made no sense at all, but I was like, I really do think you should wait till Friday because you can have the whole afternoon to shop. Girl, I just want her to shop with me because I'm not. I'm not going to bring a dress because she said she sent me her invitation. It says florals and pastels, and while I do have florals and pastels, I love a good reason to shop. So, because I like, you know, if, if I'm about that outfit, I need a reason to take pictures in it, and it's the the occasion. It's going to be all flowery and floral. I'm so excited. So, oh, and then I'm going to have brunch at my sister's daddy's house, which is a crazy sentence. Sister's daddy's house, because he got a really big house and um very excited. So we're going to buy groceries and have brunch with her, her, Hope. So Joy, Hope, my mom, Joy's dad, and Joy's grandma. <laughs> so that's what we're going to do um on Sunday, because it's like, you can't go to your hometown without seeing at least like your immediate, immediate family. Like I'm not seeing mm-hmm. none of my friends except for Bisa, because it's just like, I don't have enough time, Um, but I will see y'all again when I come back. And then Thorn. I don't know if you guys have ever been on a call where it's not even your intentions to leave the call, but you end up leading the call. Girl, I got in this call, okay? I have never led or even attended a general body meeting, okay? I, I said, I can help with general body, body meeting. I pulled up one note, girl, why am I leading toast in the general body meeting? I'm just like, okay, moms, why did she answer the call? No eye contact. Camera on, no eye contact. She's like, wait, this. wait, who answered? The lady who's who is the lead for this ERO I'm a part of. But I have been just, I've, I've, I type my type. You know how some some people kind of take your type A ness um, for weakness, and it's like I'm going to take advantage of how well you plan and stuff like that. That's mm. basically what she did. She, I, she took advantage of me taking initiative, and she basically let me do it. And I was just like okay so she's literally like this the entire time just like and i'm just like what is she doing 30 minute call moms she's bejeweling something the entire call moms i because i'm like what is this motion she's doing i've only ever seen my grandma do it on the call and And she's supposed to be she's supposed to be leading the call she's supposed to be leading the call granted it's me and her and i and also i don't really like this there's a very thin line of I'm black, you're black, let's be cool. And you're older than me and black, and I'm younger than you are black, and you're my elder. Mm. And she took that second one. I I don't know, maybe I just got a lot of veracity. I don't know what adjective I had that made her think I can bejewel on this call. But and then so we planned it like two months early. Like it was really not um CPT of us. Like we really was doing stuff early. And then, but she, you know, everything was, I was taking over everything. Two weeks before it starts, do you have this? Do you have this? Don't try to rush me, Bejeweler. Do not try to rush me. Listen, because your lack of preparation is not my emergency. Thank you. That has to be the affirmation of the day. (laughs) Because what the heck, mom? I'm talking about do you have this what's the, what's the time da, da, da. Mm, pump the brakes no you're here you're here i'm gonna need you thank back you back down to here 
Thank you. And I'm just like, you have lost your rabid mind, okay? Um, and I'm like, okay, I, you, I got, you got a kid. I'm gonna give you grace. But after I saw the bajuli, I said, everybody get got kids. You don't get to have an excuse. <laughs> I, you know Did she at least show you what she was? I want to see the finished product. Moms, no, because she. So this, so I have my squishmallow right here. Okay, she literally was like this. No, actually, no eye contact. But she, we start the call. Okay, start the call. This is her. Hey, girl, how you doing? Yeah. So, um, AKA, if you're listening, if you're watching on YouTube, you get to see um these reenactments. But if you're listening just on Apple or Spotify, you can just imagine. Um, but yeah, and my last thorn is um the the little girl that I babysit, not babysit, the little girl we be hanging out with. Um, haven't seen her in a minute because Lola has a fever right now, but um. Because I have her mom's contact, even though I tell TikTok every time, do not connect my contacts to my freaking TikTok, okay? Why did she comment on my recent TikTok and then she's like, oh, girl, you're so funny. Text me in the same second. Girl, you're, I just found your talk, TikTok. You're so funny and follows me. I know the internet is for everybody, but I just, the people, when people see, I get just so anxious. I get antsy. I do. I get antsy. And and when they tell me to listen to the pod, I'll be like, oh. I'll be like, which episode? Because <laughs> I really be talking on here. And the thing is, is, like, I have coworkers, I have family members, and it's just like, did you listen to, like, one of the one of the more, you know, PG-13? Or did you listen to, like, failed talking stages? Like, I need to know what range we're working with here. That part. Because people really love to learn about your life unprovoked. Unprovoked. And, and I know I put my life out here. But Dude. it's like, but it's like you're not one of the girlies. You know, like, like the girlies, the girlies know they're the girlies. If you're a girly, like, you know you're a girly. But it's yeah. like, if you're not, you're not a type A black girl. That. That's it, and that's all vibes. So I, you know, I, I was just like, Faith, it's going to be okay. You act like your manager realistically hasn't seen one or three of your TikToks when he looked you up, but when he was con- trying to interview you. Granted, he didn't tell you that, but you just have to assume, realistically. Yeah. And I'm just like, you know what? You're right. And then I was just like, I tried to get out of my head, but I was like, that is also a thorn, because what the frick? Because the next time I see her, she's going to be, she's going to, it's, it's the fact that she's going to know more about me than I know about her. I think that's what it that. is. Yeah, and I think it's also the fact that like part of me wants to be a mystery, a mysterious girl where not everybody knows all my business. Yeah, but at the end of the day, when you have a platform meant to share your business, you just can't get around that. You literally can't. And the thing is, we we've definitely gotten like like okay, this is what we're gonna say. This is what we're not gonna say. Every every season, it gets I think a little bit a little bit more stricter, but also not depending on what the topic is. Um. But yeah, it's just like, dang, you know more about me. I don't even know your last name. Mm-hmm. Don't even know if you a single child, you got siblings. It, where's your mama at? Don't know nothing. And you know all about my mama. Yeah. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> and she would be sick if she knew that. Sick? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> don't let Mama Thompson listen to this podcast, baby. Mama Thompson is the most private woman I know. Yeah. And that's saying a lot for the friend of nature like for for a fact like yeah yeah. so i mean 
we love our girlies. Long story short, thanks thanks love for y'all watching our lives because we don't know nothing about y'all unless nothing. you choose to tell us or follow us on Instagram. And then we're like, oh, like you know, then we start figuring out who's actually listening. Yeah. But moral of the story, we don't know who's listening to us. Show don't. Okay, mom, what's your RBC? <laughs> Ciao. It's been a week. Like, yeah. oh my god, I I don't know if y'all can see it on YouTube, but I am dead tired. Like. I'm, it's really been a week and I just got off work not so long ago before we started filming. And I would say my thorn though, more than anything, like I just feel like when my hair isn't looking the way I want it to look, I just have a bad day. Like I just hate it. Like you ever get your hair done and you hate it mm-hmm. afterwards. You probably can't tell if you're watching on video, but my hair, I went to go get the dye touched up. Moms, I was supposed to be, a brunette with highlights of blonde. Let's just say my whole head is bleach blonde with ginger roots. And the ginger don't match depending on like, I can't, I can only do a middle part because she only put the ginger on the middle part. The rest of my head is, is like pink orange. Like it looks crazy. I got out. I, she took that foil out. Actually, didn't, she didn't even foil my whole head. She took part of that foil out. And I said, what is that? And mind you, I trusted this lady, Monique. Yeah, yeah I'm, a, I'm a name dropper. Monique, <laughs> I trusted her. I trusted her because she had dyed my bundles before and dyed them to perfection. To the point where everybody that installed those bundles were like, these bundles match your hair as if it's your hair. Like, it looks so good. So I'm thinking, oh, she can dye some hair. You know, I'm trusting her. And, and she's like not as expensive as I thought she would be. Yeah. Girl, I had to tell her how to do her job. I said, you need to put me on, you need to give me some toner and let me sit for 30 more minutes. Like the fact that I knew that, shout out to me working at L'Oreal and knowing about hair care and learning about professional color. I said, you need to give me some low lights and tone me for at least 30 minutes. She was like, you right, you right. (laughs) No. I was literally ready to raise hell. And after I came home, and you know when, like, you're thinking, okay, it looked a little crazy in the chair. Maybe when I get home and it marinate a little bit, it'll look better. Sometimes you got to let the hair marinate. Mm -hmm. Girl, it's been marinating. Listen, I was like, maybe I just need a little bit of lip gloss. Lip gloss didn't help. I said, I I just dead ass look crazy. And Mia, (laughs) my friends, Mia and Lizzie, I was on the FaceTime with them because they had called me. And they're like, hey, Naja, what's up? I was is I was just ranting them on the phone about how this hair appointment went terrible. And Lizzie was like, oh, she's pissed. And Lizzie was like, I know you're pissed because you just started giggling out of nowhere. Like, pissed. Scary. She said, I've never seen you just, like, lose it like that. She was like, I know that. First of all, I was already having a week. I was yeah. already having a week. But that was just ice on the cake. She said, I knew Denasia was losing it because she just started giggling. She started laughing and she said, I got to go. And I I took my little self right back to that lady's shop and told her to fix it. And that takes a lot. Oh, it didn't take a lot that day. I, I had enough. And she just toned it a little bit. It looks a little bit better, but still look crazy. Yeah. And I told my mom, I called my mom, because, you know, she going to get more mad about me than, she will get more mad about it than I am, realistically. Yeah. And I need that. So um, she was like, send a picture. She was like, well, it's really not that bad. I said, okay, so you the ops too right now because it definitely is. <laughs> so, you know, I feel like I just have not had any good luck when it comes to service professionals out here. Like if y'all listen to my optometrist story and how he was working out of an apartment and the tub was <laughs> dirty, like 
I just feel like I have had zero luck with any type of service provider at all out here. It's just all, it's all been terrible. So yeah, that's, that's my thorn to start off with. Plus it's just been a rough week. Um, my bud, I, I'm really looking forward to just like relaxing this weekend. Um, Juneteenth was cool though. Like I (laughs) face swiped up on my story and she said, moms, why are you with a bunch of a bunch of people in like African. I, she she was basically like everyone in my picture that I was like cheersing to. They were all like in traditional African wear. Yeah. Somehow, y'all, I don't know how my life ended up like this, but let's just say I ended up in Baltimore at an African funeral. <laughs> what you said, you weren't going to celebration of life. I it was very impromptu, very like very spontaneous. It was a very tight P trip. Like we yeah. literally drove down there that day went there i have never i don't think i've ever met that many nigerian men in one place whoa moms when i tell you baltimore is different like i didn't know it was like that like i've been in dc but baltimore as an adult at first i was a child then yeah baltimore as an adult there is not one place i went to that weekend where a man did not stop in his tracks and say hello beautiful how are you doing you look amazing you have a great day grocery store we went to the grocery store that happened. We went to the actual house of like um the the the, the mom who passed away. Like we went yeah. to her house and all the people there, we walked inside and all of a sudden we start hearing what we whispering for. And Mia gonna come up to us talking about, hey y'all, there's a list of men that want to talk to y'all. Like a list. Coming up to the car, like, oh, where y'all going? What y'all love to? One kissed my hand and said I was the most beautiful girl he's ever seen. Moms. When I tell you they was honest, like white on rice. We got to the actual celebration of life. It was really nice. Like I've never been to like an African celebration like that. It was really nice. Like I loved it, honestly. I had Nigerian food for the first time. How was it? It was actually good. Like I really messed. I tore it up. There's jollof rice. Yeah. Girl, I tore that jollof rice. Uh, Girl, I was in there like keep it coming like I actually loved it it was so fun like I really feel like I had a deeper appreciation for it like I don't say because it's not necessarily my culture I'm African-American but like yeah. it feel good to kind of connect to that part you know yeah I don't know if you understand what I'm saying I, don't, I think if you're African-American you understand of like okay I'm not directly African but I know these are my people distantly exactly. so it's like it was an understanding so I really yeah. really loved it and I feel like I really got a deeper a deeper look at the culture which I loved because I Love. have only experienced it through faith because she's dating Danny exactly. um so yeah it was really great but afterwards too I just tell you like they were very persistent afterwards um one of the guys that was doing a poem he was doing spoken word at the celebration of life mm-hmm. and he uh he messaged my friend's boyfriend and said hey I don't know who is with your girl her friend in the red heels with the blonde hair but I'm gonna need you to run her her, her contact information to me Oh. Three days later. Whoa. Why? I said, oh, this is crazy. And Lizzie gonna say, yeah, we need to be in D.C. more often. I said, I think you're right. I think you're right. Because I've never been in a state where the men are that bold. Like, it's insane. So, long story short, if you're looking for a husband, go to Baltimore, baby. Maybe not the hood, but go somewhere in the (laughs) East Coast, baby. Because I haven't experienced that in Jersey or New York like that. Like, that level where they're really applying pressure. So I said, you know what? I I I can rock with this. Yeah. Um but yeah, we had a great little quick little trip. Um yeah. 
we ended up getting a hotel and like oh, wow. just staying the night. Yeah. Wow. Um, so we had we had quite the time in Baltimore. Let's just say that. Shout yeah. out to Juneteenth weekend. Um yeah, mom. So so that that was my week. It's been a lot going on, but I'm gonna sleep great. Let's just say that. Oh, I'm this already knowing. I'm already knowing. I still um, need to see Transformers. I might go to the movies this weekend, yes. actually, because I have not seen <laughs> I've seen Little Mermaid. I haven't seen Transformers yet, and that's on my list too. Transformers is like like you want to see that in, in theaters? Yeah. But honestly, I said ain't nobody cute in Transformers. I don't really care about Bumblebee that much. Megan Fox, hey. Alabuff, absolutely. Love to talk about something. That was a few years back. Okay, well, that's the last Transformers I've seen. And they had a lasting impact. And Shia LaBeouf looked good in that movie. Exactly. Like I didn't. I didn't think he was white. Actually, I didn't care what he was. He, his curl. His his hair had a little curl to it. I said that that man got a little bit of nothing. Something in him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to see no Decepticons. I'm sorry. Like maybe <laughs> I'll watch it when it comes. <laughs> I'm not going. Mom, you went to go see the Flash in theaters. That is not much I, better. That's one of my favorite Marvel things. And I was like, low key, I feel like Flash. I'm not really gonna have no nightmares. Transformers? How, Mom, have- how are we gonna get nightmares from Transformers? It's Bumblebee. It's it's Mom, Optimus Prime. The moms, the villains be scary. <laughs> they're cars. <laughs> they're they're semi trucks. <laughs> At the end of the day, it just the CGI just gets better and better, or worse and worse. And my, I'm I'm going to have nightmares, moms. The suspense, the darkness. No, hey, all I'm gonna say is don't watch the new season of Black Mirror alone. Because baby, episode two, Lock Which Henry. One huh? I said, what's the premise of that one? Because I was I was reading the little description. I was like, these can't be that bad. Oh no, Lock Henry! It's it's the best one though. Like in my opinion, that's the best episode. But okay. it was freaking me out. It's basically about this British boy and his girlfriend. I go back to his hometown to film something, and I'm gonna leave it at that. Kind of I'm like how that notice you can't describe it. No, I definitely can't. But I I think I would spoil it. Like you have to just experience it. But my yeah, sister. it's it's crazy, moms. Like I was in here shaking in my boots, and I'm like, yo, like Black Mirror is an intense show, but it's like yeah. usually it's nothing I can't handle. But yeah. that one was just such a good episode, and it was so intense. Like I loved it. So one of my one of the YouTubers, I always tell myself I'm gonna watch, but her episodes be her uh, vlogs be too long, so I just I just like to follow her on Twitter. Um, she said she got high and watched Black Mirror. She said would not advise that to turn it off. I wouldn't honestly. It's scary sober, so I can't imagine it high. <laughs> I said, "Hmm, I'm I'm already a scary cat. I'm not doing that." But um, okay, let's go. We had planned to only keep our rosebud and thorns to 15 minutes, and now I'm seeing. I said, "Oh, okay." So for this episode, we're going to talk about 10 things we've had it with. Now we already recorded this episode, but the audio sounded insane, and we couldn't stop. That's one of the things I've had it with, y'all. Um, our audio, bro, like, we are so, as you can see, if you're watching on video, we didn't invest it in these mics. We are trying everything, y'all. We've had it with that. I've had it with trying to edit this to make it sound good, and it just, bottom line, trash in, trash out. If it, if we if we record it and it sounds bad via the recording, there's no amount of editing that can fix it. So this yeah. was recorded two weeks ago, 
and we're back to refilm it because it sounded crazy the first time. Yeah. And that no amount of of a uh, of garage band could fit that. So, which is crazy that you have to be a garage band for the podcast. <laughs> Insane. Like I'm DJing for that- real. <laughs> and not oh my god. <laughs> not that type of DJ. <laughs> That's why my head cocked a little to the side. Not that. Okay, if you know, you know. If you know, you know. Um, okay, so let's get started, moms. So we're just gonna we're just gonna popcorn back and forth with just ranting about ten things we just had it with. Back. So mine is weight comment. So you know when you you leave your hometown and then you come back, like obviously, especially like if you're in an ethnic household, they're going to comment on your weight. Um, so me and my sister's dads are really, really close. And so um, I call Joy's dad, Daddy-O. And so I face to my sister at least twice a day, minimum, because I'm just like, um, we're super close and you guys are my confidants at this point. So I call her, she's like, oh yeah, I crack Cracker Barrel. Her daddy always take her somewhere. I'm like, okay, he just been in a bag on outside food. So he, I'm like, oh, t- tell my daddy-O, I said, hello. She, he, she flipped the camera. He talking about some, oh, wait, turn that back around. You filling out, huh? You put on some weight? Oh, it looks good. Daddy-o, why would you say that? So now I said, I said, I'm not eating no sugar until I see him next. And it has been so hard because Lola has told me that I am sugar crazy, which is crazy because that's, that's something you tell to a child. I'm a 23-year-old woman, okay? But I guess I am sugar crazy because I have been fiending for sugar. Like, I've been eating mandarin oranges. Like, there's no tomorrow. It's been bad. It's been so bad. Like, I'm not over sugar crazy. Like, you're like, like, you're like a five-year-old. They got to hide the Fruit Loops. Like, that's crazy. But he did refrain. So, he bought my favorite candy before himself during my no sugar thing and I've been like hitting the gym really intensely but then I was like it's never that deep so I just went to walk and I called it a day but there the this this candy has been sitting in his little his little little man satchel and it's been staring at me but he told me that he knew if he ate if he opened it I'm gonna be like can I have some and he can't tell me no you know because that's rude so um yeah that's that's my main one like wait comments from family members like if you don't got nothing not to say don't say it at all like, I, oh. I know you see, the last time you see me was Christmas. Realistically. I'm going to gain weight. I am a lady. Like, what? A, a growing lady at that. And I'm not going to be 100-something, 115 pounds forever. It really is. I will fluctuate between 115 and 130, I'm sure, my entire life before until I have kids. I mean, that's the goal. I feel like one, 120... 115, 120, depending on where it's at. Because oh, when I eat bad, it goes straight to my stomach and my thighs. And that's why I went into H&M and couldn't fit the size two pants. And I said, oh, these are not built for ladies with hips. I am a size four in H&M and that's, I just got to accept it. What's your number one, moms? Um, My number one is DoorDash, Uber Eats, Grubhub, all of y'all. Any meal delivery services and y'all fees. By the time you put in the order, mind you, I, I, I'm really speaking on Chipotle specifically because I'm hoping that maybe this don't prevent us from getting a Chipotle sponsorship one day because if so, I take it all back. But Chipotle specifically, I will put in my bowl, right? And I know my bowl to, by heart. I get black beans, white rice, double chicken, okay, okay. <laughs> and the salsa and, and, and the corn and some mm-hmm. cheese and I'm good, right? That's thirteen dollars. 
by the time I add in those fees, why is my total 30? Yeah, that sounds And don't let me get some chips and guac on the side. Like, by the time I'm done adding up all those fees, I could have just went and got it myself. Where's the convenience? Like, it doesn't make any sense. I feel like every single time I go in there, they're adding a new fee, like delivery. And then they want you to tip the driver $8. Why is the recommended this? What? Like, I'm over it. Like, I'll be tipping still, but it's like, I'm not giving him that much. That's my bowl. (laughs) And they they be getting it wrong, though. They be getting it wrong. And I already told you, like, the whole thing about Uber Eats emailing me talking about you didn't submit it too many requests for your, your, your stuff being wrong. Mind you, they're not refunding me for these either. I'm just telling them, hey, by the way, next time, don't put this on my bowl. And they said I was submitting more than the average person. I said, well, maybe it's because y'all messing up on stuff more than the average person. I'm taking this personal. No Every time Chipotle see my name, it's an issue. Tanasia Thompson. Freaking Asia Thompson. She ordering the same bowl for the, twice this week. <laughs> so yeah, I, I've had I've had it with DoorDash fees because I feel like it's just unnecessary. It doesn't make no sense. Yeah, I mean you're definitely on to something. Um, for me, my two is the insanity that comes before and during a period. I have been laying down. No, I went on my walk and I took a shower and I was like, why do I feel cramps? That my when I tell you when the last time we recorded this, I had just had my period. So I was I was talking from experience because before I didn't I, I didn't used to have pre cramps. It was just like, all right, cramps, like maybe in a few hours before my period starts. Boom, my period. Now, as a lady, I'm having pre I'm having pre I'm sure this is a scientific name for it, but I'm having pre cramps and probably pre pre irritation. I'm just like, you've got to be kidding me. And I'm like, my <laughs> period. I just got my period. I'm three days away from my sugar week on my birth control thing map. If you know, you know, I'm sitting here like. I would just complain about my period two weeks ago. I It's just like we only have so many days where we're not sh- insane. So my uh, things I've had it with is the insanity that comes before and during a period. Because I always have to let everybody know. I'm on my period. I'm probably going to be irritated the entire time. Yeah. That is, that's it. And because I have my pre-period, I'm probably, so I'm probably, realistically, I only have two fun weeks. <laughs> that's it. it. And heaven forbid something bad happens throughout those weeks and now you're in a bad mood. Exactly. And I can't even blame it on my period. At least now I can blame it. That's the one thing I can blame it on my period. But it's like, okay, then I got to take BC powder. Also, if you're a girly that really chuckles with cramps, BC powder, you pour it on your tongue. It's disgusting. Okay. Chase it down with juice. Think of it as like vodka, but in, uh, uh, what's that thing called? Powder form. Okay. And then just chase it with some cranberry juice or whatever. And when I tell you, I don't even got no cramps anymore. I honestly don't even need this heating pad that I got on right now. Like it, and I took it like while we were catching up, like maybe 30 minutes ago. So yeah, I hate my period, but I am glad that it's letting me know that I'm not, you know, pregnant. But it's just like, could, couldn't I have like a, just a stamp? If I could have just a stamp on my back, just not, not pregnant, not pregnant. Like I would much rather have a, a messed up back than have to go through this. Why can't we just go back to letters? Who's in charge of sending us? <laughs> I don't know who got to pay for the stamps, but just let me know I have no cocoa felon in my stomach every month. And that that's all I need. Girl, hold on, hold on. Okay. We, you know, I was about to say, we haven't gone on a tangent yet, but I think we're on like our fifth or sixth tangent. I was watching this, this video that's very much birth control. Step one. 
She starts the she starts the video chopping up potatoes with the baby in, on her, in the little satchel. I'm like, all right, this is already the knife is too close to the baby. It's scared. <laughs> We're talking about some my son who's not. So she has a teething. Sammy. What? Hold on. Cause what? Can you? Oh, girl. Why is Kylie here? What? <laughs> okay, sweets. Can you put the phone um, that's connected to some device in the room on D and D? Thank you, sweets. Girl, what was I even trying? What did? Oh, you had a baby. Should I just restart that? Yeah. Okay. So basically, this tangent is going to be there was this baby. She, uh, there was this lady. She was chopping potatoes. The knife was too close to the baby. The baby was teething. And, and the baby was just staring. Just big eyes. Like, just big eyes just staring at us. I can really focus on the TikTok. She's talking about some her son. He probably, like, five. Talking about some mommy, my ear hurts. Like, screaming bloody murder. Mommy, my ear hurts. Goes to the doctor. The doctor's like, oh, you switched insurance. We don't have your insurance. She, $150 out of pocket for them to tell her, oh, it's probably just allergies. He get, They get home, takes a nap. She's like, all right, you know what? I'm t-. That she, she can't get them down for a nap. The baby falls asleep. Then the baby wakes up, and that's when the little boy falls asleep. And she's like, okay, let me make some banana bread. Let me be super mom. So then the baby, the little boy wakes up talking about some. She's like, how was your ear doing? He's like. I'm good. It was good. You know, I was just faking. Oh, <laughs> oh you've lost your ever loving mind. And, and he was like, he, and he going to look at her talk about some, yeah, I just wanted to be mean today. So, <gasps> oh, see, I'm all for gentle parenting, <laughs> love a gentle parenting, but you can your ass beat that day. Cause what? And then she's like, so then he went, so then he went, oh, what, he's getting potty trained and he pooped in the toilet finally. So they're calling everybody up, da, 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 da. And then a, f- a few hours later, I think he's like, oh, mommy, like, um, I'm going poop. Diarrhea is all over the floor. Mind you, banana bread in the oven. By the time she cleans up everything, banana bread, that burnt. <laughs> That's okay. She said, if you did that, if you didn't need birth control, you're welcome. And I was like. No, that'll do it. And, and the fact that you were excited, calling everybody up, talk about he finally pooped in the toilet. You know, we for to go throw some on the grill because the boy finally potty trains. And you shit everywhere. Like, I I just, you try to have grace towards kids. But I feel like when you have two kids under a certain age, I would say under five even. Yeah. It's really hard. At the age when I can't go to school. <laughs> I think that's it. Five. Long five. story short. Uh, space out your kids. <laughs> Mom, I don't know how Charity did it. I'm not going to hold you. She had a five, a three, and a one-year-old. Yeah. Get off of her. You know, you know them, TikTok, them tweets that be like, get off her! When they be having babies, like, within, oh. like, nine months. Yes. Like, is that not even allowed? I'm pretty sure it's not even allowed. You can't even, like, have a baby that close. Moms. I don't know. It just sounds painful, like mentally, physically, emotionally, like all the leads. It just seems like a lot. Um, postpartumly. Postpartumly. Mm. Um, what's your number two? 
that's no that that's insane um my number two on the topic of babies actually people getting mad at gender reveals when it's not the gender they want Mm-mm. This actually just might be at the top of. I mean, these aren't even any particular order, but if I had to put one at the top of the list, this might be at the top. Yeah, I just think about and let me know if y'all have seen these. The videos were like they got the balloon. You know, you know it's a clear balloon. You don't know what color is in it. They pop it. It's pink. The mom didn't want a daughter. Now she's huffing and puffing. <sighs> like trying to not make it obvious that she's mad, but we can tell you're mad, babes. You're, you're pissed off. And it's like, why are you pissed that you like, just be blessed. You have a child. Yeah. Why are we pissed? Or, or it's a, it's a son. And now the dad kicking, kicking the chairs. What? are we? <laughs> that the best friend set up for the baby shower. Now, now, now the grandma talk about it's all right, baby. It's all right. Like it should never be that to where you're that set on having a specific gender that if you don't get the gender you want, you're trashing your own baby shower just or gender again. reveal. Just try again. I feel just, bad for that baby. It's it like, to- imagine, imagine looking back on family home tapes as an adult. And you see your gender reveal, your mom kicking chairs because she found out she was having you. That's childhood trauma. For That's sure. trauma. Like, I just feel like people that do that don't deserve kids. Because yeah. there's there's women out there that can't have kids and you mad that you had a girl. Or paying thousands to freeze eggs or IVF. Like, there's so many avenues for women that can't have children, um, which I'm very scared of. I need to see how many eggs I have. Um, just my anxiety. <laughs> What's it like? We I just did, need it. We just need a count. We just I need to. I just need to check in, see where I'm at. Thank you. I feel like we we should go. Like we should do it. We like, we, we, we do a Type A Black Girls um <laughs> gyno link up. <laughs> <laughs> now that you put it that way, now that I'm really looking at it, that's actually an a vlog. Hey guys, we're gonna. <laughs> hey guys, so today we're going to Doctor. <laughs> We we send out we we make a post. <laughs> An invite. Hey guys, we'll be going live at the gyno. So that's actually insane. Girlies um, girlies at the gyno. Girlies at the gyno is crazy. But gyne, is, gyne and go. Gyne and go is gyne. Gyne and go is crazy. This it's it's getting to Lulu. Well, we're only at 26 minutes. So what the frick? Um okay, on to the on to my three. Okay, so what I another thing I've had it with is white slash black people potentially ruining a black event in a non-black state. This is very niche, but if you guys didn't know, I live in Denver, and we just had a Juneteenth event. And Denasia was like, "Oh, like how?" It's so weird calling Denasia. That's so weird. Um, mom was like, um, "How was Juneteenth?" And I was like, "I can tell you everything but this because like we like to shock each other on the t- on on the pod." So. Basically, we had gone to a Juneteenth event. Music Soul Child was going to play. We get in there. They make us throw out all liquids. Like, there's this little boy, and he's he's on the verge of tears, having to throw away a brisk that's halfway drinking. Mind you, brisk about this big. Two of them, you know, just one of them big ones. Like, you you don't drink all that sugar. You can throw away it, you know, see, to get to see Music Soul Child. So I, I throw away my LaCroix. Y'all know I love a little good LaCroix. <laughs> Lola throws out his water. Okay, cool. We get not even 20 steps. Mind you, Lola's a sneakerhead. But he wear he wore one of his like dingier shoes, and he was he looked at me. He was like, and he got real serious, real quick talking about some. If anything happens, go that way. I'm like, do you think you're a security guard? <laughs> what? 
but I'm, I'm I just sit in my head I'm like okay sweet it's like but the thing is I I forget like as a man like you kind of have to have your head on swivel for me if my man is around I am in I'm in the Lululand it's sunshine and butterflies because as a woman why am I worried about somebody come and attack us you need to be on guard ready to fight for your family <laughs> So, mom, we we moms, mind you, it's just it's like blocks of just vendors and food trucks. I'm like, oh, this is about to be good. Like we said, we wasn't go eat there because like I was like, we brought chips so we didn't have to spend money because we he was spending he spent a bag on me all weekend. And I was like, love it, but also pump the rigs, guys. Okay, not even twenty steps. Lola forgot he had a girlfriend. Let's just say that. Okay, we, <laughs> moms, I we, I turn to my right, I look. All I see, think of that scene where the daddy died in Lion King. You see the little, the little boars coming towards old boy. Just everybody running, like booking it. I'm like, all I so Lola's closest to the vendors. There's a baby in a in a in a um, stroller in between us, and then it's me. So he can't even grab me, or the baby would have fell on the floor. So he starts running. He looks over. I'm like, because and and, and so then I'm like, and then. Why he hop over a table? I'm si- All right. It's giving it's giving fast and furious Vin Diesel doing too much. Because why are you hopping over tables? He talking about for family. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> I, was, I, I was like, and so, so after I was like, you know, I'm, I'm a little anxious. I get very anxious really fast. I'm like, <sighs> and he's like, are you okay, sweet? And I was like, oh, you kind of forgot. He's like, yeah. You know, I, I didn't want to knock over the baby, but I also had to get myself to safety. But then I was like, I get that, but F the baby, pull me. Like, you know how anxious I get, you feel me? But like, I get it. It's like the baby or me, the baby or me. But I, so, but then I was like, you know what? Like it took me, it was like a split second. Think of how Miami was. That's exactly how it was. Knocking over everything, you know? So he was like, in your gut, how does it feel? And I was just like, I just feel like, we are in an an encaged space, gate to gate, like chain link fences vibes. All it takes is one white person to be like, I know where all of those N words are. I'm going to get them. Because we never figured out, because the thing is, the security guards weren't running fast enough for me. We never figured out what actually happened. But it's just like, all it, like, I was just like, black people can't have nothing. Because, or if, if it wasn't a white person doing something crazy, it's a black Black people get irritated over the littlest thing. Oh, you hit, you stepped in my shoe. Da, 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 da. Like we can have nothing. Like this is supposed to be Juneteenth. This is supposed to be a c- celebration of life. You feel me? So obviously there's more to Juneteenth, but like every black people coming together, you know, mm-hmm. as a unit. And I was just so irritated. Cause I was like, I want to be with my people in the crowd, but because I, we were, I was just like, I do not trust it. Like being, I was like, I can climb a fence, but I'm not going to be happy about it. Mm. I'm not gonna be happy about it. So he was like, because he asked me, he was like, if you if you can climb a fence, like we'll go. And I was like, it's just simply not happening. So we went out, rode scooters around to the back of the music Zoe Child performance. He didn't come out to an hour later. This man is about this small, okay. But I saw him come out of his car, and I was just like, he is so little. He looked like a little blue gumdrop because he had like a jean outfit on, and he was just like he was as small as a gumdrop. And I was just like, I could put him in a carriage, you know. But, um, but yeah, he sang all the songs and it was so good. And I taught Lola how to swag surf. And I was just like, I'd be forgetting that, like, I'm a little bit more black than him. Like he might be African, but I'm more African American than him. Mm. You know? And I was just like, do you, I was like, do you know how to do this? And he was like, no. And I was like, I can teach you how to swag surf. 
I was lit. I was littered. I did I was just lit. But um, but yeah, I was just so irritated because I was just like, all it takes is one person to ruin a huge event that people spent months planning. You know, because it yes. takes a lot for something like that. But yeah, that just really irritated me. Um, I don't. I still don't know what the root cause of it is, but I do know during the when the when the Nuggets won the finals. Um, there was a shooting that happened that kind of just got blanketed over all the celebration. And I was just like, Mm-mm, I don't, uh-uh, I don't trust it. So yeah, we watched uh, music soul child, the back of his performance through a chain link fence by scooters, just in case we need to scan them. And, and yeah, that was GT. <laughs> what about you, mom? What's your three? Um, first of all, that's crazy. And I was worried about this weekend. Cause I was like, I hope that nothing crazy happens because you're right. When you get all black people in one space, all it takes is somebody racist or somebody crazy to be like, this is the perfect target. So exactly. I'm glad, at least, not that I know of, I didn't hear any of like mass shootings this weekend because, yeah. you know, those those come very often. That part. Um, oh, for me, my third one is people acting like McDonald's isn't good. Like, okay, I can admit, yes, it's not healthy. We know that. We know that the nuggets are pink meat. We know this. Okay. But you cannot look me in the eye and tell me you have not had a fresh McDonald's fry and and you know it hits. You know you can't tell me you've had a McFlurry with some nuggets and that barbecue sauce and tell me that doesn't hit. No, I would be lying straight to your face. I, you would be you would you would be Pinocchio and you know it. And and you cannot tell me you have not had McGriddle and enjoyed it. Oh, on a road trip with a hash brown? Be for yeah. real. I just feel like people be lying about fast food. Like, yes, we know it's not healthy for you. It's not good for you. But on a drunk night and you need a fry, you know where you're going. And I'm asking for it without salt so they can make them things fresh. If you didn't know, now you know. Ask for it without salt. That way you don't get the ones that have been sitting there. And then when you get to the register, ask for packets of salt. So I just feel like you just got to do what you got to do. Like, I just feel like it's not that deep as people make it is. And I know there's a lot of almond moms out there that think that like, you know, like I got to, I got to juice everything. You don't, you can have a fry. Yeah. Yeah. My best, my bestie's mom is an almond mom. Like I'm talking about like, they introduced me to all so many different sugar substitutes. I was like, what the suck is a xylitol? What the suck is a monk fruit? You know? Like they're talking about some, the baby, the baby talking about some. I think two two years old. This is this shocked me talking about some. Can I have a xylitol, uh, a lollipop? What? Why does that baby know an X word? He's and two. why are they? Why is that word next to lollipop? That's so <laughs> contradicting. <laughs> like it's so it's so crazy the way we grew up. Like when I tell you, me and my best friend, we she would she would have like hummus carrots and a salad and a little sandwich and her little her little her little uh lunch tin i remember it like it was yesterday and i would have fruit roll-up burritos and a like turkey sandwich with uh, uh mustard and mayo and her and they don't really do sauces or condiments like that like when i lived over there i had i had to buy ranch yeah and so we would we would switch our like i would get her give her a fruit roll-up and she would give me her hummus and carrots like yeah that's yeah. crazy because I was I was having the um the lunchable the pizza one. <laughs> you know how I feel about that. I do not like that. But mom, yesterday we actually had a catch up call. Why I was like, yeah, girl, I'm really trying to be healthy, so I made myself a sweet potato with some brown sugar, some um, cinnamon, some nutmeg, and some um, almond extract to make it t- taste like a little birthday cake. Granted, I put too much extract in it, and it just tastes like extract. But I still ate the full thing, and she's Here. like. 
healthy. I said, is that not healthy to you? She goes, I said, Beast, what do you put on? What do you put on your sweet potato? She's like, nothing. Your raw <laughs> dog and sweet potatoes? <laughs> not, a, not a yam to her name. I said, I said, moms, you don't put nothing. She's like, I might put salt. What? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I baby. Said, I, love her down, but <laughs> I know where I'm not going for Thanksgiving. Because <laughs> them yams would not be candied. Oh, no, no, no. They don't. They don't really do like when I tell you so her stepdad um I you know I since I've known them she, that's been her stepdad so you know we basically grew up I grew up with him and so um but he doesn't eat sugar I like like literally I'll be like can I have some syrup and she's like he's like do you need that much syrup or like I'll be like oh what, what, what? I'll put stuff that I think is okay and he's like that sure is kind of sugary huh now Luke Oh, it's 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 giving it's giving we're gonna water down the apple juice. Oh no 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 they're they're super super healthy and like when I go over there it's like a breath of fresh air but I'm like ooh I need some I need some condiments like I need I need some ranch or some barbecue sauce or something but uh, like her mom when she when I do come over she like kind of like she makes her more non healthier meals which is like healthy to me. But not not mm. not almond mom, but she's like, I know Faith is coming over. Let me, let me cook my tamales or my the things she knows I'm for sure gonna like. Because at this point, she knows like, don't come in here with you know, you're not doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, but love love that family down. Like I will, I'm I'm gonna get a ginger shot when I'm over there. Like I will get my all my nutrients when I go over there. I promise you. She's like, oh, you're sick. Let me juice some carrots, apples, oranges, and ginger. And she's like, we're gonna have we're gonna take Aww. some shots. Yeah that's that's my family like I cannot wait like the babies be oh faith and I call the every every baby over there shrewdle and jet puff because the little the little boy he is so bright he looked like a chubby little marshmallow so his name is jet puff and then their last name is shradle but that I don't want to pronounce that so I called a little baby shrewdle and yeah not I'd be making nicknames for, for everybody but how to suck anyway almond mom that's how we got there that's how we got there. Um, oh, my number four is weird animals in my for you page. I don't want that. I don't. I, I've been getting like the like the the freaking TikToks with like zero views and things like that. And I'm like, I don't want to be the me, first person. Me too. What's going on with the algorithms? And and then I'll, I'll if I get a snake on my TikTok, I will literally shut it off. I will I will I will log off or. I during during this time, uh, right before we has um, recorded this last time, girl, I saw this this snail the size of half of my head eating like its food, and it grossed me out. Like I do not like slimy things. I don't like amphibians, and I do not like reptiles or in tiny little holes. I hate that. So if I see anything like that, a creepy crawly, I'm who who at TikTok headquarters put this on my for you page. Somebody and al- along with that, I don't play with snakes. I don't play with rodents. I don't play with amphibians, reptiles, insects. We didn't cover about almost all the families. Mam- some mammals too, including humans. I don't play with none of them. Some of you, some of y'all be looking insane, and I really don't want to see y'all. <laughs> I want my regular black people slash Amazon slash wedding content. That's it. That is it, and that's all. Cause sometimes I go on TikTok and I close the app right as soon as I open it. 
And I'm like, I'm sure somebody thinks this is entertaining. Okay. Cause I'm sure that I know I see they have a platform, but I'm just not one of those people. And, but, and I can't even, I can't even close my eyes and figure out where the block button is. Cause now I have to see it over and over again. I, so of course I'm gonna see it again. So, and, um, and on that note about social media, my number four is when people post on that black screen. I don't care. Listen, I, and the thing is, I, I say this with my fullest heart that if you're going through something and you need a social media break, I get it. I've been taking social media breaks left and right. But, Instagram is right now for me because I got irritated. But when you post on that black screen talking about y'all just don't give me, I'm realizing who my ops are. I'm, I can't trust nobody. I'm, I'm, I'm leaving social media for a while. If you need me, text me. If you got my number, you know where I'm at. Why are we announcing departures? Or why are we announcing my 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 least favorite one? I'm realizing I got to move in silence. Why are we announcing the silent moves? I it's never made any sense to me. I feel like 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 announcing that you're leaving is almost like you people would be like, "Oh no, why are you going? Where are you going?" Like it's it's always my biggest pet peeve. It started in middle school with like, or like, yeah, like yeah. middle high school with Snapchat and people being like, 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 like they would post like the broken heart emoji. Yep. And everybody's on a black cool. screen. Yeah. They would post the bro- the broken heart emoji on a black screen. And then the next post was like, I'm going for a while. Dot, dot, dot. Come on. This guy stinks. Like, get him out of here. That used to irritate me so bad. And I feel like some people just haven't got out of that. Like, they have not left that. Like, why are you still posting on a black screen at 30 years old? Like, let's go, baby. Just uninstall the app. Uninstall the app. Go on Facebook. I I feel like some content is for Facebook. Um, And I saw this. I saw Aaliyah's interlude. I love when she tweets. She Somebody was like, posted something from Instagram to Twitter. And I was like, don't bring the Twitter. This isn't for Twitter, or at least not for my Twitter. Literally, like, this, I think she was having a panic attack or something. And the, the man came up to her and made me cringe and like, and like choked her from behind and was like, it's okay, daddy's home. <laughs> well, that's for Facebook. That's for 30 up. No. That's, wait, that's what he said. I kept scrolling. I, did, I didn't watch the video. I that's purposely did not watch the video. The audio wasn't that high, but as I was reading his lips and seeing his face, that just I just assumed that's what he said. So, I mean, honestly, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure I'm spot on. I don't think you're wrong. I, I just, I can't hate when people be cringy on social media and they think they're not cringy. I just, I like when you posted that, because I imagine it took multiple takes for him to come behind her and choke her. Why did you think you could set up your camera and do that multiple times? And then you rewatched it and put and, it to music. And put it to music. You put it into an editing software. You added music to the background. Then you added it to Instagram and you came with a caption and then you posted it. That's too many steps and too many opportunities for you to think of what you did. It had 57 likes, Ma. 57,000 likes. So imagine how many views. What the frick? Digital footprint, babes. Let's remember what we post. How about you just put it in the weirdo, um, weirdo married couple group chat? I feel like there, or maybe we have make a Facebook group. Private things we want to share online, but we have a digital footprint. Maybe we could try that. 
Yeah, yeah, it's it's raps, moms. So what's your number? What's your number five? Um, hot dog hate. Um, so I had made. I had told my mom I was gonna make hot dogs because she. I don't know if I told y'all this, but she be like, "What you feeding my son? You feeding my son? Did you feed my son today? Like I'm the homemaker." Mom, I have a job too, but yes, I'll be feeding your son. Okay, she she do, she does really think that she popped him out. Like she she's never had a son, so she really does feel like, "How's my son doing?" She, I ha- I don't think I've ever heard her say, "Dammy." She's like. I love you, son. Night, night, son. What? Mom. <laughs> oh, man. So I was like, oh, yeah, mom, I have leftover chili. Why was I making chili at 23? Because I found out on Pinterest and I wanted to. And I was like, okay, well, I have some broths. Let me make some chili dogs. So I was like, yeah, mom, I'm making chili dogs. And she's like, talk about some. You feeding my, you, you feeding my son hot dogs? Mm, no, I'm feeding your son broths with chili on top. Okay. Um. And mind your business. I found it on Pinterest and he's going to eat it because he doesn't cook here. He At that point, he wasn't really cooking. And so now he cooks every uh, t- twice a week. But um, no. feed, what, you feeding my son hot dog, that just sounds very derogatory. And it's like, at least he's having food in his system every night consistently. Okay. Um, so yeah, hot dog hate. I feel like at the end of the day, you're going to eat a hot dog if it's on the grill. Um, so everybody needs to stop hating on hot dogs. I feel like it's, it's similar to the McDonald's hate. At the end of the day, you're going to eat some McDonald's and you're going to eat a hot dog and you're going to you're going to like it. With some barbecue sauce on top. Listen, you know what I I say? Justice for the glizzies. You know me. <laughs> Gosh, ouch! You said what? <laughs> Moms, what's your freaking uh? What's your five? What's your number five? Uh, my nuts is for one when tsa be a little too loud with their yelling like (laughs) i don't know sometimes i'm like okay i know i gotta take my shoes off and take the laptop out but you don't gotta yell about it i've been here before now granted there are some people that act like they've never been on the plane before and they be acting brand new so i get it but like you know that video on twitter it's like if you got shoes on take it off like (laughs) that when I tell you when I fly out of Newark, that is dead ass how they yell at you. And I'd be looking at them like. It's 6 a.m. Because I only take morning flights, realistically. Yeah. It's too it's too early for you to be yelling like that. So that's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's part of it. And my second one that I'm sick of is people. And maybe I just have bad luck with this. Yeah. People sitting in your seat on a plane because they want to be with their family. But already sitting in it before they ask you. Like, you don't even get to the seat. You come to the seat. You looking like, 27C, this is me, but some heifer sitting in here. <laughs> whole time, the heifer going to ask, oh, I'm with my family. Is it okay if I sit here? You should have paid for the upgrade, babes, because I specifically asked for a window seat. And I want to see us take off so I can get my Instagram picture. So, no. Actually, I need my seat. And maybe like they be acting like you're literally a, a obligated to give them your seat. Yeah, like oh, oh, like I, I'm not doing it, babes. And the thing is, like this happened to me in real life, and I remember specifically she was in row fourteen. Yeah, and she was in a window seat, and her parents or somebody was sitting in both seats next to her, so they chatted up like this. Her seat, she didn't seat it up. She seat belted up, moms. She she thought this was her seat, like put her stuff under, you know, they, they'd be like, stuff, stuff your bag under the seat in front of you. And if it's not all the way under, they'd be pressing you about that. She had her bag all the way under there. And I'm like, oh, she really comfortable in my seat. And I said, hey, I'm in that seat. 
She said, oh, yeah, you know, we didn't know if you were going to come. I, I paid ticket. The, the pilot said this was a full flight. I, I was, I, I might have been a little late through TSA, but I'm here. <laughs> Get up. And, but I was like, okay, you know, I'm going to just let her have it because, like, I don't feel like getting mean mugged by her parents this entire five hour ride. So I said, girl, cool. I said, next time, maybe you should wait until I get here before you ask to move. Yeah. And she said, oh, yeah, I, I understand. I understand. I understand. Um, I'm in 27. Girl, last, goddamn last row on the plane. I said, I should have never agreed to this because the amount, it took me like 30 extra, it felt like 30 extra minutes to get off the plane. Because you know, everybody, as soon as the plane land, they want to start clapping. Everybody want to stand up. You're in row 30, standing up. Yep. Sit back down, Richard. You're not getting your bag until about least 20 minutes later because we didn't even get it to, we didn't even get to the runway yet. He's still driving this thing. When we land, I, especially if I'm way back there, I look up, I go right back to sleep. Right back I, to, girl, I got about 20 more minutes left in me. Thank you. And that's a good sleep. Like you really in it. I'm not, what do I need I to be? Girl, I don't even be texting my ride yet. Like, yeah. hey, we here. I, I, I wait until, the per, I wait until about five rows and I'd be like, okay, I'm about to go to, I'm about to go get my, my, my check bag. Exactly. Because realistically, if you're in the last row, give it about 30 minutes, babes. Cause everybody going to want to, Start moving around, kids yelling. It's going to be a lot. But uh, yeah, I had it out for that girl because I said, oh, she knew she was in. She knew she was in almost the last row. That's why she was getting comfy in my chair. And it's only the, those color people that really be doing that. I don't really, I don't think I've ever experienced an ethnic person to do that. Because like, I've, mm-hmm. I've never, I've never sat in somebody else's chair and expected them to just give it up to me because I'm supposed to be sitting next to my family. You're about to go on a whole trip with them. A whole trip with them. <laughs> Come on. Like, unless unless this is y'all honeymoon or okay. it's a baby or a child, then I get it. Like, yeah. I, if it's a baby or a child, I get it. But if y'all are grown adults, you about to spend this whole trip with each other, how about you take them five minutes to get some peace and some quiet? That part. That's what I would do. Speaking but yeah, no. Scripts, okay. Yeah, that one's personal. <laughs> Very. Extremely. Okay. Um. Uh, speaking of trips adult schedules really irritate me because like you know in college it's like okay we had finals and da, 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 so it's a little bit easier but when you're an adult it's like oh can't do this 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 month because that's quarter star okay also can't do this month because it's my birthday or our anniversary or this and that and then my sister's in college so she and she runs and, and she's on a full ride so she's like I can only go on trips in November December and the summer what the frick okay so and then she's like, and I can't miss Thanksgiving because we I only have a week and that's my favorite holiday and I really need food. I'm like, oh, y'all irritate me. And so like, and then and then tra- trying to plan a trip where everybody's like, I'm making all these plans, talking about some, hey, okay, Faith, you got it. Are y'all going to pull through when the money needs to be delivered? <laughs> that's my thing. Because I don't, I don't think we're all making it to Tokyo. Not gonna hold you. I don't think the group chat to Dubai is making it. I don't think that trip's making it out of the chat. I, I I have a feeling when it comes time to pay that flight, it's gonna be, hey y'all, did y'all y'all, y'all buy the flight yet? No response for for, for eight hours. But oh, everybody no. on Twitter and Instagram. I see that dot. Okay, I'm not doing <laughs> this. I, no, I oh oh my uh It's I love to plan a trip. 
but when I know the girlies are going to pull through. Okay. So let's just say I might be going on two Virgin Voyages cruises within two months, which I'm just like, but you know, one is for Thanksgiving and then one is for a cousin trip to in, on Christmas or during Christmas. So I'm just like, you know what? And it's got to do what got to do. Cruises are going to be fun. Food's going to be great. I'm about to be big as a house. So, you know, li- living la vida loca, okay? Yeah. Um, I mean, we're, we're just never going to unbig our backs. I think we've accepted that. That's simply it. Like, I go ham before I go to my hometown, but after during the hometown and after, I don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of appearances, I guess, I mean, I don't know if that was a good transition. <laughs> My next one is influencer skincare brands. Yep. I I mean, exception is Fenty because I don't consider Rihanna an influencer. Yeah. Personally. But like Addison Rae, uh, Hailey Bieber, even Lori Harvey. Love, love Lori Harvey down. But those people have certified dermatologists working for them. They can go and afford the most incredible skincare out there, but you mean to tell me this little this little twenty dollar toner that you made in some factory that you don't even put on your face is what cleared your acne? Let's not lie, babes. Influencers that try to sell you, like especially celebrities that try to sell you their skincare. Like I think when like like I I seen back in the day, Kendall Jenner was like working with Proactive. I said, I can't now get- Kendall. I know Chris got you going to a certified high-end LA dermatologist. Proactive did not clear your skin. Like, they be saying this all for a bag, and it's like, you know for a fact that your skin is not that clear because you use Proactive. It's clear because you got money. Filler. It's clear because you know your bills is paid. It's clear because you can afford a very nice diet and manage your hormones. It's clear because you have all these assets to literally build a a reputation off of being pretty. Yeah. Facts. It is not because of road beauty. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I ever gave into that. Even, I mean, I do want to try the rare beauty blush, even though it's not skin skincare. I do want to try it because that junk is freaking pigmented, but I think I'm just going to stick to my La Roche Pose and call it a day vibes. I don't need, I realize, you know, my skin isn't even bad in the first place. Let me just do something simple. I don't need a 12-step regimen. I really Thank don't. Thank you. I've never given that. I I tried to do black girl sunscreen and it worked, but because I changed, um, not weather, like I've changed dates, my, I guess my face, my face makeup changed. So black, black girl sunscreen was actually drying out my skin, which is crazy because it's super oily. So I had to just stick with some ponds. I just had to get a little $4 ponds and ponds and a little snow mucin gets me going. I don't even know if snow mucin actually works for me, but I, I bought it. So I'm, I'm going to use it. Um, but yeah, I, I don't need it a lot. I think it's three steps. Yeah. Three steps for my facial routine. And I'm not going to lie. A lot of the TikTok, um, I call them TikTok dermatologists because don't nobody be certified. Like they yeah. really just be on there talking. Like a lot of them will be like, this product gives you glass skin and it's something that specifically worked for their skin. And it's like, everybody thinks that it's going to work for everybody. Like, um, the Paula's choice, um, salicylic acid. Yeah. I had seen that. I was like, Oh, I'm about to buy that. Not knowing that on the, on the actual, um, the product, it says to use it one or two times a day. You are not supposed to use an acid on your face. Even that many times a week, like you're not supposed to use it like two to three times a week and build your tolerance up. Yeah. 
I'm listening to TikTok dermatologist. I'm pretty sure I ruined my skin barrier because I was just playing with products. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you do not need that much. Realistically, unless you have cystic acne or unless you have like actual like acne, pro- not, not just a little here bump here and there, but like actual acne that you're dealing with, go to a dermatologist to figure that out. Absolutely. Because TikTok dermatologist is not going to help you. And Lori Harvey's skincare brain is damn sure not going to help you because she don't need it. Let's be honest. She's beautiful. Shout out to her for They literally be washing, like Kylie's skin. She be like. <laughs> no, you need to get in there. You need to like, get in No, there. like literally when I tell you, I've seen videos of them and they don't even let their own products touch their skin. So why are they promoting it? We, mm-hmm. Yeah, Frick for a on. bag. I'm over it. All four bag vibes. Um, for me, my number seven is, you you know you know, what phrase does the type A black girlies hate? Three, two, one. Ups and downs. Okay, we we don't like that. So if I see ups and my what I've had it with is seeing ups and downs in a post, or equally as dangerous and just daunting is. I love my wife. She might not be the smartest. She might not be the be- uh, the prettiest. She might not have the most degrees. But at the end of the day, I love her. Why the frick would you say that? Did she approve that post? And it's the ugliest picture. Oh, it's the worst picture. And on top of that, they'd be like, my wife may not be no Rihanna. Or like, they always want to bring in their celebrity crush into it. And it's like, why are you putting... Your wife in the same box as Rihanna. You're setting her up. Bro, that caption is just going to be repeating all in her mind. Because what? And it's going to be inside joke. And same goes with Loki women's posts too, where they be like, he may dog me out every month. <laughs> he may but have broken up seven times this week. There's only that's my months. man. He know where home is. Does he? I- Let's go to yours. What, what's your next? Because they, they... mine. This is a two folder. Yeah. When people say he know where home is, that phrase and ups and downs are is up there for me. Because mm-hmm. does he? Does he have the address in Google Maps? Because he at her home right now. So whose house is he at? Which where is home? Let's talk about it. You know what SZA said. <laughs> My man is your man is <laughs> her man too. Like, yeah. That's kind of what it's giving. And the thing is, depending on whose close friends you are, you might even know who the side piece is. Now what? Or better yet, everybody knows whose home he's at besides you. And then you get a hey girly text, you don't want to believe her. Or you want to get mad at her. Or now you get a hey girl, can we talk and yell Instagram requested DMs? Oh, that? Ah, heaven help her. (laughs) Heaven and all the angels. What the frick? It's insane. So it's just like, for me personally, I never say no mess like that. Because if there's one thing a man will do, it's embarrass you. I thank Lola at least once a week. I said, you know how you see something so crazy on Instagram or Twitter? You're like, thank you. Thank you for not making me look crazy crazy out here because every day I see something and I'm like why is he out there embarrassing his girl like that or like it just it don't make no sense and on that note too they be knowing exactly when you do leave they be knowing exactly when you move on it's like a radar I'm convinced it's definitely like an earpiece they all have installed here and the (laughs) second that 
you start moving on and healing. Hey, Sora, we got notification that uh, she's moving on. Can we get can we get a text coming in? Can we get a birthday text in three, two, one? Can we get a uh, hey? I was thinking about you in uh, five seconds. Yep, good. Sent. <laughs> like I'm convinced. <laughs> Remember that movie with um Gabrielle Union and Oh Boy, and they were controlling him up in the head. Um, I do remember that. I don't remember what it's called, but that's that's what it's that's giving. giving. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, they can smell it. And time and time again, they smell it. Oh, they know when you're single. I'm convinced they also, like, men who are not even your man, like, they just know when you're single. They can sniff it. And they're mm-hmm. like, mm, mm-hmm. Time to continue the DMs. You Three, look so two, good. one. Like, like that story. I'm convinced it's an earpiece. It's a, it's a universal thing. Because how do they know every time? I don't know. Maybe it's just like in that X chromosome. Is the X or the Y the man? I don't know. I feel like I've seen it in in class. And you know, I was, I was never a big biology girl. So we gonna stick with X. I don't know. Somebody yeah. correct us in the comments. <laughs> the X chromosome got that earpiece. Let's just say that. Let's okay. say that. Um. Having to ship things when the store is down the road, I had to. I have to FedEx my AT and T router, it, even though AT and T is down the road. What the frick? We are in twenty twenty three. That talking about some no, we can't accept that. Well, it's an AT AT and T router. Why can't I just give us AT and T store? You guys are making it harder, and that's how you guys are charging me one hundred fifty dollars. You guys are making mm. it real easy to take. Oh, oh, moms. It almost ruined my day. My therapist was like, it just sounds like you don't like adulting. I said, she's like, because adulting is very expensive. And I was like, okay, you might be on something. And it's so irritating to me because like, nobody taught me how to do this. Nobody teaches you that you have to return a router when you freaking leave. It was just chilling up in my closet. The man installed it. Why can't the man come and uninstall it? Hmm. Just the process of returning things in general, if we're honest, Every time I buy something online and it don't fit, I just be taking the L. Because I'm, where am I going to get a printer? I'm not going to go print it out. And then I got to go to FedEx. And I got to hope they can scan the QR code if, if it's a virtual one. And they got to print it out. But it costs $4 to print in the store. It's a whole thing. I got I to gotta go find an old Amazon bag, use some duct tape, wrap it up. Like, they make it so hard to return things. I feel like it's on purpose because they know that at the end of the day, if it's too hard to return it, people just go keep it. Yep. Charge it to the game, which is what I be doing. Unless it was too expensive, then I'm I'm getting that tape out and we're gonna find a printer. <laughs> depending that depending on that threshold. If it exceeds it, okay, I might be returning it. Yeah, um, but I know, I know that we, we are we we be ranting as y'all can see. We go on tangents, so we're gonna have to rapid fire these last couple yes. ones. Um. My next one is looking 12 when I have my natural hair. <laughs> I don't know how or what the science is behind me wearing my natural hair and how I just magically become like three years younger. But I swear the second I change my hair to like my natural hair, I look young. Like the person that is at my my uh my liquor store down the street, <laughs> mind you, I'm a shapeshifter. I'm going to have my natural hair one week. I'm going to have 30 inch bust down bundles the next. Mm-hmm. You just never know. Yeah, I went and bought wine for a wine night, and I went in there one week with my natural hair, and he carded me, and he was like, "Hey, little lady," uh, I, I said, "All right." He said, "You supposed to be buying this?" I said, "Sir, I was literally just here last week. You saw me," 
and you didn't ask my ID. And he was like, did I? I said, yes, I promise I'm the same girl. I, I live, I live across, I live literally down the street. Embarrassing. He was like, I don't recognize you. I said, well, you know, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. I, I guess I just literally turned into literally a 20 year old within three seconds. So, yeah. And at 20 is even pushing it depending on the hairstyle. Don't let me get some two little puffs, baby. Honestly, in our family, we call them Hong Kongs. Two little Hong Kongs, and I look about 50. If, two if, little Hong Kongs, and I'm back in AP Ken. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, my my next one is back-to-back-to-back to back to back meetings. Why do I, what, first of all, why does my day start at 7.30? And the entire Outlook calendar is filled until 3.00. Who did that? Mind you, I accepted all the meetings, but it's just like the fact that I picked that day, mind you, this is tomorrow, 733 is, that's my tomorrow. I'm just like, when am I supposed to freaking get work done? If I'm in meetings this entire time, now I got to, now I got to multitask and I'm not about to get everything I need to get from these meetings because now I got, I got to work and check on my little products while being in this meeting and contributing. So tomorrow, let's just say I'm having a fat nap once that three o'clock meeting is done. I, since I'm working from 733 to three, I didn't get a break. I will be off at three tomorrow. And I take PTO because girl, this is your time to take that PTO. You do not need to be on a beach to be on PTO. If you need a day, take that PTO. It'll come back. It will come back. Girl, and on that note, when people put, I'd be like, oh, put time on my calendar. Why are you going to put time on my calendar the one time you see I got another meeting? Now now I got to shift things around and see. If if I say put time on my calendar and I only got a meeting from three to four, and you saw one or two was open, why is the meeting scheduled for another three to four? Now I got two interflicting meetings. Now I got to tell my manager, oh, I got to go. What? It's just, it, I think it's very inconsiderate because you see, you saw that block. Now you don't, you didn't know exactly what meeting it was, but at the end of the day, I put the block there and I told you my calendar was updated. That means put it somewhere where there's a white space, not a blue. You know, you you live and you learn. But I, I, me personally, if I see that blue block, I'm never scheduling nothing on that blue block. But hey, I mean, to each other. Yeah. Um. Um. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my next one. Um, TV shows these days being six to eight episodes. I remember back in the day, um, you could watch Pretty Little Liars, you could watch Teen Wolf, you could watch, you know, the classics for real. Yeah. And those were about 20 to 30 episodes in one season. And then seasons was coming out back to back. Like I'm talking with the seasons. You had a season in summer. Um, they might've took a little break and had a cliffhanger over, over fall. And then it was back in winter. Like they were not taking three to four years like Euphoria to film <laughs> five episodes of Rue still owing that lady money. Ooh, that's what stupid. are we doing? <sighs> Freaking darn. Frank. And I know that we're cutting out the fluff. Like, in reality, I mean, I, I guess TV shows these days are getting straight to the point. They cut out all them side characters. They get into the plot. You get eight episodes of pure plot. So you could argue that maybe the seasons are better if yeah. you want to. But in yeah. reality, why are we taking that long between different seasons to film? No. Stranger wanna... Things talking about... Uh, the, the final season come out in 2025. Them kids gonna be grown as hell. We not even. This is supposed to be about some kids, and they still have to. They keep cutting Eleven's hair, trying to make her look younger. That Millie lady, Bobby Brown is, is grown. She's married. Like what? 
Millie Bobby Brown is literally married. She is no longer 11. You need to either do a time jump or figure something out. But you should never took in that long in between each season to film. Like, what happened to... Bring back true film, baby. We... <laughs> true film is crazy. I think the closest thing that we get that we get to that with that is Abbott Elementary, which I love. But with the writer strike, I don't know if we're getting a fall season, which I'm very scared for. Like, shout out to the writers, but like... <laughs> for Abbott, though. Hey, I know y'all are striking everything, but we need a new season. <laughs> Can we get a pin in each other, everybody's hand, please? Listen, I'm gonna need that principal to be on my screen by tomorrow. So I'm gonna need somebody to get in there and start writing. I need, I need at least a Christmas episode. I would at, love a Christmas episode. Maybe even a Halloween special. Like we, we just need something. Something a special, yeah. Just get, just feed us a little bit. And we will make the memes from there. And we'll be good. Girl, they talk about we on strike. What what part of strike don't y'all get? <laughs> um, well, I I actually wasn't really like aware of any strike when I was like eight when it happened last. So, you know, this is my first one. And I'm not really rocking with it for real. Uh, no, I mean, I'm not really a fan of anything recession related um, going through it or having to watch shows that are with the strike. So I'm gonna need them to start paying the people what rates exactly. they need. So we can get a move on because Euphoria is not going to write itself. Girl, they actually said the reason, a main reason why the HBO Max girl is changed it into Max is because because it was HBO, they had so many of those shows that were under HBO. They had to pay like the royalties to everybody. So in order, but changing the name, now there is the name on all the documents is different. They don't have to pay. And I was like, these CEOs are insane. They don't want to pay nobody nothing insane you you dropped the hbo as long as i've known it, it's been hbo hbo been around for i don't know how long i will not refer to that as max i ever. said who is max <laughs> him that's actually his name <laughs> i said who literally i got an email talking about sign up for mads i said spam <laughs> <laughs> stupid stupid that is dumb okay my last one is P- putting in pto it just seems very um intrusive like why i gotta tell you what we're doing on pto and then i was like okay faith like either way like mind you every time i put in pto i never say out of office i just i just leave it's like nobody really needs me they ain't gonna really realize but now that i have my own stuff you know as a grown lady in corporate i gotta put a pto thing out they they be like out of office i'll see y'all when i come back no i made it fun i went to chat gbt i said fun out of office response going to arizona hey y'all I will be in the blazing state of Arizona and I put colors and made it bold and made italicized. We go, if we're going to do it, we're going to have fun. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll put a picture of my dump um, in June. Actually, the dump will be coming soon. But um, yeah, mom, what's your last one? Um, My last one is when artists go on tour and don't put on a show. I'm paying you. Because I'm paying to see an artist perform. And maybe my bar is just very high because I'm seeing what Beyonce is doing on the Renaissance tour. And let's be honest, I'm not going to name names, but they keep comparing to her to this lady, Baylor Wift. <laughs> I'm not going to name names. Baylor Wift is crazy. <laughs> I just feel like there's different levels of artistry, but I feel like a lot of artists these days don't be actually putting in the work to put on a show. If you're going on tour, I want to see theatrics. I want to see background dancers. I want to see visuals. I want to see things that really make you feel like an artist. Like, 
Michael Jackson used to come out on stage and people would faint. I need that. I need you to bring that. Like these artists don't be wanting to bring that. I'm gonna need to. Normani, where is your album? Like I'm really. I need, oh, I need you to a, get it together. That would be a good tour. She was. Oh, she would give. Shout out to Tiana Taylor for finally making these artists kind of have some creative vision to their concerts. But I'm like, even the rap girlies, you can't just go up there and shake it. I'm gonna need you to really give me a show. Like. I don't know what it takes. Maybe I need to become a creative director so I can tell them what we need. That that may be it. But the thing is, some genres, you really can't pop lock and drop it. You just kind of have to vibe. Depending on the artist, you need to give a show. But let's just say there's one artist. I never gave y'all a Philly recap. But let's just say somebody that rhymes with Mizzy, Sick Alpine. I saw her and I paid over $100 to see her. First of all, Frick you, StubHub. That's all I'm going to say, okay? Because I barely got in there. I was in the back. And I'm not going to blame Lizzie, okay? Because you you can't do much with the genre that she has. But nobody drank water in that freaking concert. So she, moms, before every chorus, people were fainting. There's no reason why you should be fainting at a Lizzie McAlpine concert. Did you take acid before you got in here? Why didn't you drink water? Also, it's a Lizzie McAlpine concert. We should all be relaxed and crying. That's it. That's the most emotion we should have in here. She had to stop during every single chorus talking about some somebody's in there. And, you know, after Travis Scott, everybody got to stop, you know? She's like, mm. oh, somebody there, somebody there. Everybody and somebody in the, at the top talking about some, you guys need to drink water. Thank you. <laughs> And, and you know, it's not just her. Like, I feel like a lot of artists are kind of like, you know, y'all like my music, so y'all just have to deal with whatever I put on this stage. I'm not going to name names, but Brank Frocian <laughs> <laughs> at Coachella, I love Brank down. Like, huge, huge fan. But had any type of female artist, imagine if Rihanna got up there and did and did what he did for the Super Bowl. Crucified. Oh, she would be crucified. Like they are, they are literally acting like he gets a pass for basically just messing up his entire Coachella performance. And then canceling. And then canceling. Like, I don't know. I just feel like if you didn't want to do it, don't sign up for it. And if you don't want to go on tour and you hate touring, don't do it. Simply no one's forcing you. Yeah. Ugh. This was fun. I feel like we got a lot of bad energy out. And I'm I <laughs> We haven't had a therapy session episode in a while, and I feel like this was definitely better than our last one because we, I I think maybe we just had a little bit of a rough week, so a lot of our like intensity was coming out through all these things. But let's go ahead and get into the affirmations of the week. Um, Also, I do want to credit the inspo. These two white ladies that look like Karens but aren't Karens have this um, podcast called um, We've Had It and It's Freaking Amazing. And that's the inspo for this episode. Um, yeah, they're but, they're very funny. Like every time they rant, I'll be like, you know what? They're not wrong. You guys are on us. I like that. So so definitely tap in while we are on off season after you've listened to every single episode, all these freaking 50 episodes. OK, um, but the affirmation of the week is it's OK to be over it. OK. It it's is life lives. It's it's giving Summer Walker over it. It's all right. And that's okay. And with that, we also have some calls from the request line. This is your reminder that while we're on off season to submit your questions. Yep. Um, 
it's in our and it's in our bio like always if you're new here go to our our instagram bio which you'll see in the description of this episode and you guys will see free suggestion bots it's completely anonymous you can submit any dilemmas or questions that you have there and there's no word limit nothing so you can just you can type away and we will get back to you as soon as we can with an answer Absolutely. But um, we do have one that we wanted to get to before the end of this season. Absolutely. And this person says, how do I deal with non-Black people in the workplace overly complimenting your hair and asking questions about it? Example, is that all your hair? How do you wash it? Because HR is about to be my bestie for real. Mm. Uh, I haven't had this. I feel like I always thought I was going to get this in corporate. Um, I, feel, I was like, I, I need to stay ready so I don't have to get ready. You know, just being ready. Um, but I have never experienced this. Moms, what about you? I think I think the way to handle it is just kind of make it known that you're not comfortable with talking about your hair like that because you don't probably point out when they get a small haircut. Or exactly. maybe you do. But it's yeah. like you might be uncomfortable with people pointing it out like that and that's okay. And for yeah. me, like sometimes I would turn things into a joke. If someone's like, Oh, your hair got so long, is that all your hair? I bought it. <laughs> like you know, like just just small like jokes to kind of keep the cadence um, very casual and cool, yeah. but also remind them like you know this isn't something that you should be commenting on. You know, yeah. and if it does get to a point where you feel like it's always a topic of conversation, and they feel like they can comment on your appearance and not the work that you're doing, then it's maybe a conversation like, hey, you know, like I don't really feel as comfortable when you point out things about that that I've changed with my hair or ask inappropriate questions. Like it's yeah. it's definitely microaggression, and it's kind of like they think they're complimenting you and because they're doing it out of like pure intentions that it doesn't make you uncomfortable. So sometimes yeah. you have to let them know, like, no, I'm uncomfortable with this. This is why it's a microaggression and you shouldn't do it. So it's like, you know, some people genuinely just don't know. Some people might know, but yeah. for most of them, they don't, they might not understand. So it takes you telling them that. And then if it continues, then you know, that's intentional and yeah. you know that they're doing that to be spiteful. So yeah. I would say, you know, if, especially if it's like, Cause you know, you can feel people's tone. If it's like, is that all your hair? Or is it like, oh, is that all your hair? Like you can tell whether it's curiosity or it's like uh, maliciousness. Yeah. No, so I would say fill out the situation and act accordingly. But mm -hmm. if the questions start coming in and they, 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 they focus in too much on your hair and not your work, that's when you got to bring it up. Yeah. Cause like I do good work. I might have cute hair too, but like, I don't know. Um, you kind of just have to know their intentions. Because, like, if one of my friend coworkers, oh, my gosh, like, you change your hair? Oh, yeah, girl, I got this little blonde streak. Okay, like, even I think my manager was a little scared to even comment on this blonde streak that I had. He's like, didn't want to didn't want to embarrass you and staff. But I just want to say I, I like I like the change in your hair. And that's all he said. But I but, you know, like it was came from like a good place in his heart. So I think you have to kind of like know the intentions. I would say if, if it's your manager saying it, OK, that's different. But if it's your coworker saying it, maybe go to your coworker. If they continue, go to your manager. And then if your manager is in is in cahoots, you know, um, then you go to HR. So there's like yeah. levels to it. Oh, yeah, definitely levels. I would say starting off with HR, they're going to ask if you talk to them first anyway. Yeah. So yeah. I would say work your way up to HR. For sure. Absolutely. But also, I mean, if you feel like it's, if it's, if it's malicious, I would definitely also write down everything. With dates. With dates and times. Like literally write yourself an email when it happens and send it mm -hmm. to yourself. That way you have a timestamp of like, today this happened and so-and-so said this. And then you can go back and actually have like written proof Facts. of your email threads of like, this is when all these things happened. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, and the next one, um, someone says, how do you know when it's time to leave a job? Whew, baby, if you're asking this, it might be time. Think it's time. I, I think your your intuition knows, your gut knows. If you don't really feel like you're being valued, if you don't think you're getting up, your promotion's about to come up, but you're you don't think you're going to get it, and you don't end up getting it, like they're not really valuing you as a worker. Um, I wouldn't quite quit, but I would start quiet applying and saying like, okay, um, and then quiet interviewing, and then like bring it up, like. I don't, this is so hard because I've never done it. Like I, I have felt it in my stomach, but it's just like, I need the money. So I'm just going to put it, put up with it until the next job comes up. So it's kind of like, you kind of have to set yourself up for success. Don't do nothing premature, especially in the, this really hard trying time. Cause jobs are very hard to get at the moment, but if it's taking a toll on your life and the work-life balance sucks, I think it might be time to reconsider and maybe start saving a little bit more so that maybe you can take a month to just relax and recoup from all of the uh, trials and tribulations and ups and downs that your job puts you through because they might and they probably will and have agreed and also on that point like you might know when it's time to quit but make sure that you do have a backup plan when you do because I think sometimes we can act out of emotion be like I'm done with this job I'm quitting but always make sure you have something either lined up to go to next or you know your exit plan like don't quit don't make any type of decision like that out of emotion, basically. Absolutely. Like, make sure you're, like, in a good headspace when you leave. That way, um, you're just not acting out of, like, anger. And now, all of a sudden, you've quit your job because you're pissed off. And now you don't have no job. And in this economy, like, mm, mm. things is looking a little slim. So, I would yeah. just say just always be prepared. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but wow. mom's sweet. That, that's that's a season five. Season five. Was just You took the words right out of my freaking mouth. That's season five. And I just checked. I didn't want to say it prematurely. We hit 700 subscribers. Not sorry. Sorry. 700 followers on Instagram. Yay. Woo! We, we have I, obviously been waiting. Listen, somebody unfollowed us during that point because I was checking daily and we, we went from like 98 to 97. I said, oh, it's like I don't this. know what we posted, but we made somebody mad. <laughs> And we really don't be posted much, really. Season five, I think, is the least amount we posted because season a, a lot of life happened. Season five, nothing like bad, but just there was a lot of life that happened, which is every single season. But um, we just didn't prioritize Instagram as much. So we're gonna we have some fun things on Instagram. So make sure you're following us on Instagram because we have some very fun things. Maybe some some potential prizes, like probably will. And okay. we'll have a fun time in off season. Like I think this will be the the most fun off season that we've had thus far. Very engaging. Um, definitely pay attention on our Instagram because there may be a chance for one of y'all to join us on the pod. Uh, and you know when we say may, that means will. Realistically. And, and we're not going to say too much. That's <laughs> it. But definitely be alert. Maybe even have our post notifications on on for the story or make or make one of our stories your favorites. Put in our, your favorites because it's going to be some fun stuff for the off season. We're very, very excited. We are also very excited to just have to relax but realistically we're gonna we're gonna have a busy off season we never don't have it's, a busy it's never not it's never not a off off season it's like semi-off so we'll still be here always i mean if you guys want to reach out to us over off season um leave us a review rate Please. us on spotify or apple all the whole night take this time to re-listen to your favorite episode let us know what you think we always appreciate messages like when y'all see messages we love it down and Thanks. we talk about it and it sticks with us. 
we hit 100 we're at 102 subscribers on youtube too oh look at god <laughs> look Ooh. at god yeah we were for sure counting down and i was like hey we need to hit this benchmark by the end so of the season well. For real. And I know we did. We did. Oh, my gosh. This is huge because we literally started video season five, mid-season season five. Mid-season five. We were like, hey, we don't really know how this is going to go. But thank you guys for riding for us because y'all are proving that we trust that the girlies were like, the girlies are going to show through for us and y'all have. Yeah. So shout out to y'all. Um, but love we love you. y'all. This is the wrap up for season five and we will see you guys on season six. Bye, guys. See you later. Bye.